Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I want to wish a very happy birthday to some very special tailblazers. Happy birthday to Stella, Shiralina, Faye Whalen, Aurelia, and Penelope. And now for our special shout-outs. Thank you so much for listening, Mae Rubinson, Greta in Maine, Charlotte and Sophie in San Anselmo, California, Sydney, Mira, and Juniper, and Isabel, who writes and records her own Girl Tales episodes in Ireland. Keep up the great work, Isabel. I loved hearing your story. Grown Ups Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you'd like to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode, or if you would like me to wish them a happy birthday, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Defeating Krampus. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Her name is Christine, and she is 100% a regular kid. She gets A's and B's in school. She lives with her mom and dad, her little brother Fred, and their dog, a golden retriever named Bailey. Christine has braces. She wears glasses. She is a completely average 11-year-old kid. 
Her house is medium-sized. She plays the piano, and her family drives around in a mid-size sedan. I want to make sure that you understand just how regular a kid Christine is, because the story I'm about to tell you is not at all regular. In fact, it's a pretty wild story. Let's start at the beginning, on a cold, snowy, and windy December night in freshwater. Christine had finished all her homework and was watching TV with Bailey and Fred. Her parents were chatting about the weather while they made mac and cheese for dinner. Pretty normal, right? Suddenly, Bailey jumped up barking and ran to the door. Christine looked out the window and gasped. (gasps) What is it? Her little brother Fred asked. I... I thought I saw... But what she thought she saw was... gone. Looking through the window, there was nothing but the front yard. Fred ran over to the window and looked out. Christine's parents walked into the living room. What's gotten into Bailey? Her mother asked. Christine saw something out the window. Fred shouted. Christine wanted to reassure her parents and her brother, and herself... It was nothing, just my imagination, she said. Everyone went back to what they were doing. Christine, Fred, and Bailey sat on the couch watching TV, and their mom and dad went back to the kitchen. But Christine could not shake the feeling that she had seen something at the window. Something with horns. The next day at Blythe Gable School, Christine was eating lunch with her friends, Laura, Eddie, and Naomi. They all lived in the same area of freshwater, so she decided to ask them if they had seen or heard anything weird last night. Laura shook her head. Naomi said no. But Eddie looked at her with a strange expression. Something came to your door? He asked. I think so. Bailey barked, and when I looked out, I thought I saw something, Christine answered. Something hairy, Eddie suggested. With horns, Christine said. I saw it too, Eddie shouted. Everyone in the cafeteria turned and looked at him, so he lowered his voice. I saw a hairy thing with horns. Laura stared at Christine and Eddie. Naomi nodded and started drawing on a napkin. She asked them if they had heard of Krampus. Christine, Eddie, and Laura had not heard of Krampus. Naomi explained that her mom told her about the legend of a goat man who came out of his cave in December to scare kids. It all started years ago when the kids of Freshwater started seeing a goat man around town in December. Naomi said there were stories about Krampus stealing kids and even eating them. Naomi showed Eddie and Christine her napkin drawing of Krampus. That's what I saw, Eddie exclaimed. The picture was a creature with a face like a person, big horns on top of its head, with two human arms and two goat legs. Christine was surprised by how much it looked like the thing she had seen in the window. She nodded to Naomi and shivered. 
Laura was a very decisive person who always supported her friends. She told them they would organize a sleepover at Christine's house for that very night to investigate. Christine was nervous to learn any more about the horned hairy creature, but she also did not want to see this Krampus thing alone. If there was some kind of goat man out there, she wanted to be safe inside with her friends and family. That night, Eddie, Laura, and Naomi came for a sleepover at Christine's house. They set up sleeping bags in the living room, and even Christine's little brother, Fred, was allowed to join. Bailey the dog laid in the middle of the room, while Christine and her friends ate popcorn and watched a movie. It was almost a perfect regular sleepover. Except that when her parents went to bed and Fred started snoring, the kids got planning. Naomi brought flashlights, Eddie brought walkie-talkies, and Laura brought a lasso that she borrowed from Shelby Ann Catskill's Cunningham. Why rope? Naomi asked. To catch Krampus, Laura explained. Christine hadn't planned on catching any giant horned men. We aren't Krampus catchers, we're 11-year-old kids, Eddie whispered. Just then, Bailey ran to the door and started growling, low. The porch light was shining through the window. They all turned and watched as a giant shadow slowly blocked the light. Naomi grabbed Eddie, who grabbed Laura, who grabbed the rope. Christine followed as they all slowly crept toward the window. Bailey stayed by the door. As they got closer, the shadow shifted, and suddenly, a giant, horned goat man was peering back at them. Ah, Christine, Naomi, Laura, and Eddie screamed. Fred woke up, Bailey started barking, and Christine's parents came running. Everyone ran to the window and looked out. But Krampus was gone. Christine's parents were confused by all the tools the kids had brought. They spoke with a serious tone and sent everyone back to bed. Fred decided to sleep upstairs. Bailey snuggled down with Christine and her friends as they got in their sleeping bags. Maybe it was our imaginations, Naomi suggested quietly. Maybe we had too much popcorn and scared ourselves by overthinking. Laura and Eddie nodded, and they all decided to try and go back to sleep and talk it over in the morning. Eddie, Laura, and Naomi fell asleep, but Christine could not close her eyes. Even holding on to Bailey, she still felt scared. What was Krampus doing there? Why did he keep coming back? How could they get rid of him for good? She was pondering those questions when Bailey suddenly sprung up. He tilted his head and ran to the door. Christine shook. Was Krampus back? Christine slowly climbed out of her sleeping bag, took the rope and a flashlight, and went to the door. Bailey whined quietly, and Christine pet him to calm him down. She looked out the window, waiting for the shadowy goat man to appear. Soon, she heard footsteps coming up the porch, a goat bleeding. <laughs> the tall shadow started to fill the window. Even though she was terrified, Christine had to protect her friends and family. She pulled open the door, screamed, I caught you, Krampus, and tossed the lasso around Krampus. <laughs> Krampus shouted. Christine had actually caught him. What in tarnation? Krampus's voice wasn't scary. He kind of sounded like Farmer McDonald?
Christine asked in disbelief. Eddie, Laura, and Naomi, Christine's parents, and Fred all ran to the front door when they heard the commotion. What is going on, Christine? Her mom asked. And why have you lassoed Farmer McDonald? Her dad added. Christine, Eddie, Laura, and Naomi explained how they had seen Krampus coming to kidnap and eat children. Farmer McDonald got unlassoed and explained that one of his goats had escaped from the farm. The goat was going onto people's porches to eat front door wreaths. Christine and Eddie had wreaths on their doors, so that was why they spotted the goat. Farmer McDonald had spent three nights following the goat to try and catch it and bring it back to the farm. But he said it was a darn smart goat, I'll tell ya. Evades me every time. So it turned out Krampus wasn't Krampus, but a farmer chasing a goat? But we both saw a man's face with horns, Christine said. Oh, that's my hat. Do you like it? My friend Sasquatch made me this hat and put the horns on to make me seem like a farmyard critter myself. Just then, they spotted the goat running across Christine's front yard. Oh, there she goes. Mind if I borrow this lasso? Farmer McDonald asked. Loris told him, sure, just give it back to Shelby Ann when he was done. And he ran off after the goat back in the direction of his farm. Once everyone was back inside and the excitement of their discovery started to wear off, they all felt pretty tired. Fred came and joined Christine, Eddie, Laura, and Naomi in the living room. They arranged their sleeping bags in a circle, and Bailey laid down in the middle. Good boy, Bailey, Christine patted him. For a 100% regular kid, she had a pretty exciting life. The stars glimmered above the house while Christine, her family, her friends, and Bailey all slowly drifted to sleep. That was Defeating Krampus, written and produced by Tessa Flannery. Executive produced and performed by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love this story, share it with a friend. Grownups, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. Yes.